Why hasn't somebody already done it? Boomers only ran about 50 noodle apiece. They could afford that. There was a short pause, and Gunny said, Well, actually, Kay was getting kind of antsy, so I let her off the leash. Cutter shook his head. You know we aren't getting paid by the hour. You just got here, so I got to choose. Sides, aren't you the one always telling us to accommodate the talent when we can? That's old school up there, Rags. He's using a gunpowder hunting rifle, for Christ's sake. And besides, I don't think it will... There came a horrific scream. Despite the adrenaline dampers circulating in his blood, the hair on Cutter's neck stirred as his flesh goosebumped. The terrified yell stopped as if cut off by a knife. Or by a set of really sharp, diamond-hard alien claws delivered across a throat at inhumanly fast speed. Take all that long. Gunny finished. Cutter could almost feel her smile. Nobody likes a smart-ass, Gunny. That's the last one, right? Yes, sir, Colonel, sir. Ten for ten, and mission accomplished. Cutter stood. Gunny was already on her feet, and the two troopers also rising behind her. All things considered, this hadn't been a bad operation. They'd been hired to find and take out a bandit cell that had been hijacking Total Mark's hover vans when the local police proved ineffective. That turned out to be because the local police were part of the cell. At least two of the KIAs were for sure, maybe more. The BG checker hadn't run them all down, what with a couple of them being no more than small and bloody bits scattered over half a click. What they got for riding in a piss-poor armored vehicle and eating an AP rocket. An expensive rocket. Cheop was a back-lane planet, part of the three-habitable world's filet system, and a van full of high-end augmentation gear, exotic foodstuffs, pharmaceuticals, or just semi-intelligent robotics could be worth a million or two ND-easy. Total Mart rural vans were the size of two family houses and packed tight to maximize delivery-to-cost ratios. The bandits had hit three of them over a period of a few weeks. One had been destroyed, and they were holding the other two for ransom. A lot of balls to do that, the bandits. Steal and clean the vans out, then charge the company to get the empties back. Since the vans were spendy hardware, the hijackers could have all retired rich. Except they got greedy. Smart crooks knew when it was time to leave the party. Always better a little early than too late. Stupid crooks stayed too long. Enter Cutter Force Initiative because the GU's army hated having to space to the middle of nowhere to protect the galaxy's largest corporation's bottom line. They would do it, because big money talks loud enough, so everybody has to listen. But they didn't like it, and after the most recent revolution, they were stretched thin. The fucking GU army. Don't go down that corridor, Cutter. Living well is the best revenge, remember? Yeah. I remember being booted out of the detached guerrilla forces by the fucking GU army, too. Yeah, it was his game, and since they were underwritten by Total Mart, it didn't hurt to kick ass and have the veeps and security nodding and smiling. And TM even paid on time, another plus. TM would send people to collect the stolen trucks, and a fair amount of the cargo would be retrieved. No, it wasn't a bad op at all. The purple flash on his HUD made Cutter glance toward the building. Kluthfem ambled out from the place and loped toward where he and Gunny stood. She was suitless, but had a transponder. The tactical always purpled of Astalimi's sake, not that anybody with eyes would mistake one of them for human. They were about shoulder-high to an average man, 
and looked like a cross among a tiger, an ape, and a praying mantis. Bipeds, with a short, thick, orangish fur, and almost human-like arms and legs, but with tapering, wedge-shaped heads and big eyes. Vastalimi were as deadly a soldier as you'd want. Too bad more of them weren't big on leaving their home world. Cutter would hire a whole platoon if he could. Some ops, when the enemy found out he had one Vastalimi working for him, they'd quit right then. K, he said, as the Vastalimi arrived. Her real name was difficult for a human to pronounce properly, and Kluthfem was a generic that didn't really translate into trade. The troops called her K, and she was good with that. Colonel, any problems? It was a joke, but he kept his face serious. She gave him a look, kind of like when a puppy hears a strange noise and turns her head this way and that to regard it. No, she said. No problem.